0: I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are talking all about planning a honeymoon at Walt Disney World, and this is part two of our two part series. Today I welcome back to the show Lori Gotch Delaney, who is an agent with Fairy Godmother Travel and a graduate of the Disney College of Knowledge, and she's going to talk to us about all the different fun things that you can do to make a honeymoon trip a little bit more special and a little bit different than a regular trip to Walt Disney World. So welcome, Lori. Thank you, Carrie. It's great to be here again. Thanks for coming back on the show. For anyone who didn't hear last week's episode, can you just tell me really quickly how it works when someone books with a travel agent for a trip at Walt Disney World? Does it cost them money?
1: No. Actually, if you book with an agent who's part of a earmarked or authorized Disney agency, which Fairy Godmother Travel is, there is no fee that is charged. So what happens is it's the same price as you would pay Disney directly if you were booking it yourself. But you get all these personalized services for free. So for instance, I will go online at 6 a.m. at 180 days before check-in date and book all my clients' dining. I will do fast passes. I will book special tours and experiences. I can build a personalized itinerary to help people. I will watch for offers when sales are released and try to save my clients money. So there is no fee when dealing with an authorized Agency through Disney. So there's no fee for Fairy Godmother Travel or when you book through me.
0: That's great. And I think another thing we talked about last week is that if you're also planning your wedding at Walt Disney World, it can be super helpful to have a travel agent you can refer your guests to so that you don't have to plan a wedding and every single guest's vacation at Walt Disney World. You can pass them off to a knowledgeable travel agent
1: who will take care of that aspect for them. It really does free up a lot of the brides' time. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So last week, we talked about how to let people know that you're celebrating your honeymoon and how important that is if you want to get attention or possibly perks. And we talked about where to stay, because sometimes you might want to stay someplace a little bit more special on your honeymoon, because you might be spending more time in your room, maybe. And then (laughs) (laughs) we also talked about all the food related aspects of planning a honeymoon. So where you might want to eat, special dining experiences, the enhanced dining packages, and how to order a cake. So today we are going to talk about what you can do that is special and different on your honeymoon. So first, you may be aware that Disney offers several different tours. They have quite a few different tours right now and while tours might not be the first thing that comes to mind when you're thinking of planning romance at Walt Disney World, they are a special extra kind of fun thing that you might not do if you're on your typical commando touring trip where you spend every waking hour in the parks. So we found that we took some tours because we were given them for our honeymoon that we ordinarily would not have tried and we loved them. Some of them aren't even that expensive, you know, if you want to do the scuba diving in the Living Sea, these, that one's going to be several hundred dollars but if you want to take the behind the seeds tour that takes you inside the living with the land ride that's only like 20 or 25 dollars a person which is pretty cheap for disney <laughs> it is a good price and that's cool because you get to actually be backstage. You're standing there in the greenhouse as the boats full of the other guests are floating by, and you get to try some of the fruits and vegetables that they grow there. And it's not doesn't take a huge chunk out of your day, but it's a neat, fun, extra thing to do that you wouldn't ordinarily do on a trip.
1: I just want to throw in, I think some of the tours, especially depending on what the tour is composed of, can be... You know, I think of honeymoons also as like a really special bonding time, you know, right. to do something that you, neither of you have done before. So one of the tours that my husband and I have done, not on our honeymoon, but we have done on a trip, and it was a really special experience, was the Wild Africa Trek. Ooh. And so to this day, like I think about, I'm so happy that I got to share, like you're right in front of the hippopotamuses and they're feeding them. You know, you're hanging over these these alligators, you know, and you're going across these rope bridges and cheering each other on and t- taking pictures. And, and then you get to eat this really fabulous meal out on the savannah. And it's really, it's a special experience. And I think some families do it on a regular trip, but I feel like it's such a special experience. It's really good for honeymoons or anniversaries. of real, like, it's not a romantic tour, obviously, but it can be because you're really sharing such a special thing that you've never done before, you know, between the two of you. And I just, that's one of the things I consider suggesting to my clients as one of the tours I suggest, because it's such a special experience.
0: That's a great point. Yeah. And then ever after, whenever you're on the safari ride at Animal Kingdom, you'll remember that fun thing that you did on your honeymoon.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So among the other things that you might not have considered that you can do at Walt Disney World are their numerous recreation opportunities. Things like horseback riding or taking a carriage ride or going on a fireworks cruise. For horseback riding, you'll need to go to Fort Wilderness and you can get there. You need to park at the central location and then you can take, they have um, inter-resort buses that take you around to the different things. And there's actually a lot to do at Fort Wilderness. You could spend, and I have spent, an entire day there just wandering around and checking out. They have a beach, they have... The barn where the horses live, some of the horses, like the ones that pull Cinderella's glass coach for the weddings, the horses that pull the cars on Main Street, you can just walk through that barn and meet all those horses. (laughs) But if you want to actually ride a horse, that's something you can do out there.
1: Yeah, I know people have done it and the pricing is pretty good. It's it's not too expensive. And I've also been told, you don't really have to be a very experienced rider. They have everything from, you know, beginner to advanced. Little kids, you know, riding as beginners or even myself would be a beginner <laughs> um, to, you know, to adults who ride all the time.
0: Right, right. Another fun thing involving horses would be carriage rides. So at Port Orleans Resort, which is arguably one of the most beautiful resorts at Walt Disney World, you can go on a half an hour carriage ride all around the resort. And I think they do this nightly. Is that right? I believe
1: they do. I know that they do it there all year round. One of the other things they do at Fort Wilderness, which I also thought was very romantic, but only offered usually during holiday time is you can do a sleigh. They call it a sleigh, but it's not really a sleigh. <laughs> um, but it looks like a sleigh ride, and you book the sleigh. I think it's sixty dollars for the ride, and it fits up to four people. But if you're only two, it's still sixty dollars, mm. and you go ride around and look at all the Christmas lights, and it's very, it's pretty. It's it's a really nice experience. So that, but that's only at holiday times and sometimes Halloween. But the carriage ride at Port Orleans Riverside and French Quarter is is all year round so that's nice to always have that option there
0: oh that's great and then don't
1: they also have a wagon ride out at fort wilderness they do have a wagon ride i don't know again if that's that might be an all-year-round one but they also have that if you have like a larger group obviously that wouldn't be for your honeymoon but they you can do a, a wagon ride also i know at holiday time especially
0: Interesting, okay. And then another thing a lot of people like to do is take one of the fireworks cruises. So if you want to see illuminations, you can pick up a fireworks cruise from the Yacht Club Marina. And if you want to see wishes, those generally depart from the Grand Floridian, the contemporary, I think also the Polynesian.
1: I think it's all three. Yeah, yeah, wherever
0: you book. And these can be a little bit pricey, especially if it's just the two of you. Sometimes we did one once where we found some other people on a Disney message board and we all split the cost of the ride. So then it was only like $30 a person or something. But if you are going to splurge and you want to get a whole pontoon boat to yourself, I think the smallest one is a 10 person boat and it's about $300. But you go out there and they have the music and they stop, especially people love the view of Wishes from Seven Seas Lagoon in front of Man Kingdom. They stop the boats, and you can see the whole show, and you hear the music, and it's super romantic and fun. Because you also get a boat ride out of it. Like it lasts an hour. They take you out and around the lagoon before the show, and then after the show. So it's a it's a pretty involved experience.
1: Yeah, it takes up a good part of your evening. I think they usually, depending what time the fireworks are, that's how they base the uh, pickup time. But yeah, and, and you're on that boat for a while, and it's and it's nice. It's it's quiet. You know, it is romantic. It's also relaxing, you know, and if you go by yourself and you don't share the boat, obviously, it's a very private experience, which is which is great,
0: right? And then if you really want to splash out the Grand One yacht is available, departing from the Grand Floridian. And that's more like I think it's up to $700 now for one hour experience, but you get the whole yacht to yourself. If you do want to bring other people you can bring up to I think it's 16 or 17 people. It's a fairly large number. And on all of these cruises, not just the Grand One, you can actually get a meal or dessert, like if you want a cake or cupcakes or something, catered by the resort where they're departing. So I know the Grand One is really popular for having a meal or having a cake delivered and then going out to see wishes on Seven Seas Lagoon.
1: Right, and I've actually done that for a family that I did book and they left from the contemporary and I ordered, they wanted, you know, they wanted cookies and chips or whatever it was. And I arranged that for them. So I booked that whole tour with the, and I arranged the, they call it private dining on the, right. uh, on the boat. So yeah, that's definitely an option. And you could even substitute that experience for your dinner, you know, if right. you plan it the right way. Yeah.
0: Right. Lori, would you say that's another experience that you need to be on the phone or have your travel agent be on the phone six months out to book?
1: I think it depends on the time of year. You you might have to. You know, cer- certain times of the year are going to be more popular. If you're going to be there in the summer for your honeymoon, I would suggest booking it as early as possible. Holiday time as well. Other times of the year, not so much maybe, but I know some of the, like the wishes ones do go fairly fast. And also I think the illuminations ones, I'm not sure how many boats they have per night. Right. So you might have a better chance at illuminations rather than wishes.
0: Interesting, yeah. And for all of these, for tours, recreation, the fireworks, cruises, you can book them by calling 1-407-WDW-PLAY. So that's just the general clearinghouse phone number for booking any kind of recreation at Walt Disney World. Or you can have your travel agent do it. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing you might be interested in on your honeymoon, shopping. A lot of people are into shopping. Specifically, I was thinking about honeymoon souvenirs. So something that you bring back that reminds you of your honeymoon For us, we decided to get a Christmas ornament, a Disney Christmas ornament, and we wrote the year of our wedding on the bottom of it. And so ever since then, when we've gone back, we try to buy a Christmas ornament for that year. And that's sort of become a tradition that we started on our honeymoon.
1: And that's a great idea. And One of the things that actually we did on our wedding slash honeymoon trip, you know, a lot of people get those personalized T-shirts made before their honeymoon, But they also have a Create Your Own t-shirt shop at Downtown Disney. Mm. And I did on, it was like our first day of the trip because I wanted to be able to wear it. We had gone down there and I made, and my husband didn't want one, but I wanted one with our wedding date. And there was Mickey and Minnie and there was a, um, I think it was a big wedding cake. So you can also make those shirts At that shop, because then you have it, you could, you know, you wear it and it has your wedding date on it. So, not something you would get every trip or every year, but for your honeymoon trip, that is another example of something special you can purchase.
0: Right. And like we were talking about in last week's show, when you have these shirts or you buy the bride and groom mouse ears or baseball caps or whatever, you are calling attention to the fact that you are celebrating and it increases your chances of getting some nice well wishes or perhaps a free dessert or two from Disney cast members. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. Plus, it's fun to make those shirts. I, I had a great time. I felt like a little kid in that store.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's great. Another thing people naturally think of when they are going on a trip that's maybe going to be more relaxing is going to the spa. And several of Walt Disney World's deluxe resorts have attached spas. There's one at the Grand Floridian and then there's one at Saratoga Springs. And then there's also a spa at the Swan and Dolphin and there's one at the Four Seasons. And you don't have to be staying at those resorts in order to use the spas. So that might be something that you look into. People always love the idea of a couple's massage. Some of them don't, don't have actual couples packages but they will combine them so Mm -hmm. if you get a scrub and he gets a massage they can do them in the same room so you can be together the whole time which is really fun can be there while he falls asleep (laughs) 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 so maybe a spa day would be something or even do something because they can be kind of expensive but you can even just go get your nails done and maybe he can get a pedicure
1: I think all the spas have, like, different options, too. I know, I, like, at, even at Animal Kingdom Lodge, there's not a spa, but there's a... They can arrange massages or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So any of the deluxe properties, I feel, offers something. And some of them are just more extensive in what they offer than others.
0: Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Because even, I remember Wilderness Lodge, we were looking into that for our honeymoon, and they, they said, I don't know how they do it, but they have a room where you can go get a massage, even though it's not a full-blown spa. Right, right. So... That's cool. Another fun idea when you're on your honeymoon is to do a photo shoot. And this can be a great way to commemorate your honeymoon. Some people even bring their wedding attire and they get photos taken around the resorts. So there are a couple ways you can do that. The easiest way probably would be to do photo pass and that's just having your photo taken by the photo pass photographers stationed around the parks. They are not professional photographers and a lot of times the quality varies. Sometimes you'll get someone who's like a hobby photographer and they're awesome. And then sometimes you'll get a less inspired Photo out of your photo pass photographer. So, what you might want to do is investigate professional photography. Disney's Fine Art Photography is a department that provides photography for weddings and special events at Walt Disney World. And you can book a little, they're a little bit more expensive than Photo but they are private photo sessions at the resorts and at all of the theme parks except the Magic Kingdom. These would be during park hours, you would need park admission, and you would just wear your regular street clothes. They also offer a bridal portrait session where you can wear your whatever formal wear you want, and they take place before the park opens. And they are a lot more expensive, but for some people... Getting that picture of you and your spouse in front of the castle with nobody else around, and it looks like it's night because you're there at 5 a.m. or something. <laughs> <laughs> the, that's like, and then you have this big photo that you can frame or put on over your mantle or whatever. So that is possible. You don't have to have a Disney's fairy tale wedding to have one of those. Anybody can book one four months in advance. Mm. Another idea would be to book a session with a local wedding photographer. So a lot of people, when they are planning, they discover that they're, there are tons of wedding photographers in and around Orlando, and a lot of them will meet you at a Disney resort, or even some of them will even meet you inside the theme parks. You won't be able to wear your wedding gown, usually. I mean, there are a couple people who have been able to get in, but I wouldn't advise showing up to the gate of a park in your wedding gown unless you're prepared to get turned away. But if you want to go in street clothes, many of these photographers have annual passes, and they will meet you and go around the parks with you and take photos of you. Some of them work a lot with Disney's fairytale weddings and they won't shoot inside the parks, but they will take you all over the resort. And there are so many cool places like the Boardwalk, you know, the Grand Floridian has a lot of great photo spots. People love going to Art of Animation and posing with the giant oversized cartoon characters. So that can be a way to do a photo shoot That is either less expensive than Disney's rate for photo shoots or allows you to choose your photographer, your specific photographer, because Disney can't guarantee that you'll get a certain photographer. So, if you're very particular in the type of photography style you want, you can find an outside vendor who matches the style that you like and do a small photo shoot with them around the resort
1: to commemorate your honeymoon. And the nice thing about those outside photographers is, depending on what kind of package you get, and you can obviously always build on the package depending on how much time you, some of them, you know, say you can do like a two outfit change. Some of them you'll, you can do two resorts, you know, it, depending on the time and what you book, maybe you can do some pictures at the grand Floridian and then take the monorail over to the Polynesia. You get two, you know, that's a lot of different theming and make the pictures really interesting. Uh, same thing at beach club, you know, boardwalk, there's a whole area there. And if your package is big enough and you have enough time, Say it's a couple hours, you definitely have plenty of time to get loads of pictures at, I would say, maybe two different resorts or sometimes three, depending on, on your photographer.
0: Yeah, and you could have photos taken to use for your thank you cards for your wedding gifts, you know, that might be a fun way to share your honeymoon with your guests when you get back. The other thing is some of these photographers will go with you, like, on a cruise. If you did book a fireworks cruise, bring a photographer along, and then you don't have to worry about snapping the perfect firework picture. Instead, they can get a picture of you in front of the fireworks.
1: Right. Let the professionals do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. Another idea for celebrating your honeymoon is to have treats or gifts delivered to your room. So a lot of times I'll see questions from people who want to get, say, chocolate-covered strawberries in their resort room, or they want to find out, is there, you know, I'm not a big cake fan, but is there something that my resort can deliver as just sort of a celebration? And any resort that has private dining has a separate menu and these change all the time and they're not standardized across resorts. So you'll need to call private dining at your resort and you can do that in advance. Just call the front desk and ask to be transferred to private dining and they'll tell you what they have. So maybe they have a cookie plate or like at Animal Kingdom Lodge they have zebra domes, a plate of zebra domes that you can have delivered. Or of course they always have tons of different options for champagne and liquor and things like that. So calling your private dining at your resort, you can find out what sort of fun treats you can have delivered. And then you can call Disney Floral and Gifts to have gifts delivered or flowers. So you can surprise your significant other with a bouquet or a balloon or a whole princess-themed gift package that has a crystal slipper on a pillow and flowers and a tiara and all kinds of crazy stuff. They have a whole website at Disney Floral and Gifts of things that you can have delivered
1: straight to your hotel room while you're on your honeymoon. I believe they even have an actual Section for like romance. Yes, they call romance packages or something, and they get some really over the top neat things you can do as in room gifts. You know, the nice thing about getting the um, the goodies delivered to your room is if you do want to just maybe stay in one night. Say you have a fireworks view from your balcony, and you just get a bottle of champagne, or you get a bottle of wine, and it's it's just nice. And that's part of that downtime that we had discussed in the previous podcast. You know, what are things we can do? Maybe they're, they're not high cost, but they could add a lot of meaning to your honeymoon because you're building in that private downtime.
0: Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And building on that, you can also plan your own private event through Disney. There are two ways to do this. Probably the easiest way to do it is the Grand Floridian allows anybody, even people who aren't staying at the Grand Floridian, to book a private meal through private dining on the grounds of the resort. And usually it's on a fifth floor balcony at the Grand Floridian where you can see some of the high fireworks from Wishes. And you'll have a butler who takes you up there and brings your meal. And it's this very elaborate experience. You can completely customize the meal. You can add flowers if you want. You can add a cake. And it's just a really fun thing. I did a podcast interview with someone who had had one. And I'll put the link to that in the post for this show so you can find out about how the entire experience works. And, Lori, that's something that you can actually help book for your clients. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Any any special experience, you know, even if it's something, you know, in that Grand Floridian private dining, I have not done myself, but I do know it's it's available. And I would just figure out who I need to call and, you know, how we can customize it. And I would do all the work and all all the footwork. So again, like my honeymooning client doesn't have to worry about the planning of of that.
0: Right, because there can be some back and forth on the menu and what's available and what can I do and can I have it a different place besides the fifth floor balcony, that kind of stuff. So it's great if you can have somebody to handle all that for you.
1: Right, and the thing about it is, you know, I have a bunch of experience, so that if I if I have an idea that something has been done in the past, and sometimes as we know, when you call Disney, you get a different answer. You know, let me fight for my client. If my client really wants X at their dinner and they're saying it's not available, you know, let me try to get it for you. You know, I don't want my client to get stressed out about, you know, making something. Oh, we really want to have this at the dinner. Let me try to get it for you.
0: Right. Exactly. And then the other way to have a private event would be to book through Disney-catered events. Now, this can be a little tricky because they have a 10-person minimum for planning a private event. However, if you pay for 10 people, you can also have a private event. You just don't want to tell the first person who answers the phone that's what you want to do. So we've had tons of fireworks dessert parties. We had an anniversary party at Tower of Terror. We planned all of these through Disney's catered events. And we had, you know, between four and six people, which is under the 10 person minimum. But because we paid for 10 people, we were able to do it. And some of the places have pretty low minimums for 10 people. So it's not outrageous for being just a couple to do a party there. So for example, we've had a couple illuminations dessert parties at UK Pubside, which is a section of the balcony overlooking the fireworks at the back of Rosen Crown. And these have a venue fee of $100 and a food and beverage minimum of only $250. So of course, you have to add in tax and service charge. But if you have park admission, and you don't want to add decor or anything like that, and you are not totally crazy with the food that you order. You can have an experience for under $500 and it's a private view of the fireworks. Nobody else can come in there. You don't have to battle for a position, you know, half an hour, an hour before the show starts. You have everything set up there for you and you can have a cake or
1: something. That's probably one of my, you know, we were able to do that as part of our wedding as a lot of bride and grooms are, but if you are honeymooning at Disney and you didn't have a Disney's fairy tale wedding and be able to get married, on property, that's a great experience. You know, it's just, it's so, I think again, you know, that private Disney's cater events can really do a great job, you know, for, for you. And again, it's up to you. If you can stick to the minimum, sometimes it's not that high, you know, or you could go above and beyond and, and get, you know, um, a cake delivered, you know, on top of your food and beverage, just to you and your new spouse. Right. Yeah. It's a great experience
0: yeah and so the way that you would do that if you want to do that is to call disney's catered events and when they ask you what you want to do and how many people you want to have you tell them that you're going to have 10 people or you tell them that you're going to have 15 people or whatever and if they tell you well you know those cost two thousand dollars you say yes i do i would like to speak to a planner (laughs) and then once you actually start working with a planner you can talk to them about how many people you really want to have and see you know and they'll say okay well as long as you pay for the 10 people that's fine and they'll work with you and they're great i've had a lot of great experiences i hook my cousin up with my last planner and he's now done like three dessert parties amazing anniversary dessert parties where they just went above and beyond to make it a totally special experience for him so I highly recommend this and I'll have the phone number for Disney catered event in the post for this show on disneyweddingpodcast.com okay so we've been talking about some stuff that can get pretty expensive but there are definitely cheap or free things that you can do for fun that are different than your regular trip to Walt Disney World on your honeymoon. Lori and I will share some ideas with you. First of all, it's always fun to watch fireworks from someplace outside the park. So like the Polynesian Beach, the Grand Floridian Marina, even the Contemporary Parking Lot. I mean, one time we were pulling up in the rental car to go back to our room, and suddenly the fireworks went off, and we just stood there in the parking lot of the Contemporary and had our own private show,
1: (laughs) And then um also sometimes you can see the illuminations fireworks from um uh, boardwalk.
0: Yes, yeah, back near Atlantic Dance Hall.
1: Mhm. Yeah. So that's that's always a nice little surprise or
0: even sometimes from your room. I think we stayed in the Disney Vacation Club side of Beach Club on our honeymoon, and we were able to see the fireworks from the Magic Kingdom off in the distance. So I had the song on my iPod, and we put it on, and we had our extra cake, and we just sat on the balcony and watched Wishes from our balcony. I mean, it was tiny, but it was just the idea of it was wonderful.
1: It's great that you can do something like that, right? It's free. But again, it's a special honeymoon experience. And it's it's almost like you made your own private dining experience.
0: Yeah, definitely. Another thing I always class with cheap and free fun things to do is boat rides, and maybe boat rides are not a big deal for other people, but I love boats, and I feel like they're really romantic, especially if you're like in the last seat on one of those small boats that goes around Seven Seas Lagoon. Maybe it's late at night, and there's nobody else on the boat. We have a tradition of bringing foreign coins with us to Walt Disney World and making wishes in the various bodies of water. So off the back of a boat, you can make your little wish and throw your coins into the water as you're speeding across the lagoon. I find that pretty romantic. Yeah, we,
1: I'm going to tell you a little story, and it, again, these are the kind of things that are never planned and are never guaranteed, but um, we were at Fort Wilderness doing that um, Christmas horse and buggy ride, and um, then it was time to go back, and the choices were, you know, oh, well, you can take the bus, you know, back to Wilderness Lodge from Fort Wilderness, and then get to the Magic Kingdom, and then take, um, I think we were staying at bay lake tower at the time and then take you know it would have taken a while it was kind of late at night not too late uh, but there weren't many people around and when we walked down to actually they said if they take if you take the boat to magic kingdom it'll be much quicker so we walked down to the boat dock and there was two guys you know captain and and the first mate on on the little boat and they said where are you going and we told them and they said okay hop on so we hopped on and then they said where are you staying and we told them and they literally took just us and it was it was fabulous. Um, just us on the little boat back to the contemporary and the fireworks were going off at the same time, you know, <laughs> and it was, um, I couldn't believe it. It was probably one of my favorite things and it just happened and it was on a boat and we were, you know, in the middle of seven seas lagoon, just us two and the, uh, and the crew. And it was, it was really nice. So I agree with the whole boat ride thing, you know, the back, Part of the friendship boats In between Epcot and Hollywood Studios. If you get that back seat at night and the, there's not a lot of people, that's romantic. I mean, the boat. Ride, I agree with the boat ride. I'm I'm on the same page there. <laughs>
0: that's awesome another fun thing to do resort related that's also free is to just tour the resorts maybe you've only ever stayed at value and you've never even seen some of the deluxe resorts or you always stay at the contemporary but you've never been to the Grand Floridian it's fun just to go explore all of the different resorts and if you leave your car at one of the lots you can take the monorail around or you can you can even take Uber I took an Uber once from the Polynesian to the Grand Floridian because the monorail broke down (laughs) (laughs) but um, especially at Christmas because they decorate the lobbies and some of them have gingerbread houses, or like at the beach club, they have a gingerbread carousel, and it can be fun just to spend a day seeing all the resorts. And you stop at one for lunch, or maybe you get an ice cream cone at another one, and it's a nice mellow free way to enjoy your time at Walt Disney World.
1: At some of the resorts, I don't know if they always do it at Wilderness Lodge, but I know a lot of times at Animal Kingdom Lodge, they do have photo pass photographers always in the holiday time, but they have them sometimes all year round in the lobby. So if you have your memory maker or want to get your picture taken, and if you're dressed up for a nice dinner, it could make also a really nice honeymoon picture in that lobby. And those are free. It's free to take that picture. So, you know, besides the park photograph that you get with PhotoPass, sometimes they do have PhotoPass photographers in some of the deluxe property lobbies.
0: Oh, that's a great tip. Yeah, that's great. You could just have your picture taken at every place you went. Yeah. That's cool. And tying in with that, another idea might be to take an annual photo in a special spot. Now, maybe your honeymoon is a one-off, but if you take your picture in a certain spot on your honeymoon, and then you do come back, and maybe you come back later with your children, over the years, you can take a picture in the same spot every time.
1: Right. And that's that's neat just throughout the years, I think, <laughs> to compare year to year.
0: Yeah, definitely. Another free activity that's a lot of fun is most of the deluxe resorts show movies outside. So like at the Yacht and Beach Club, they show them on the beach at night. So the sun's not blaring down and you get to see fun Disney movies. Some of the resorts also sell these pretty cheap. I think it's like five bucks uh, s'mores kits. So you can make the s'mores and you watch the outdoor movies. At Fort Wilderness, they even have a sing-along. So there's like a campfire and you have the s'mores and there's a guy singing cowboy songs. And then after that, there's a movie. And that's all free or just the price of the s'mores kit
1: and actually chip and dale are there oh that's right also a character experience that's a really great free experience
0: that's great because you don't even have
1: to go pay for like a character <laughs> breakfast or something <laughs> no they're just there and with the movies it's also all all the resorts maybe the location might not be quite as nice as the beach at like yacht beach club but Even at the value resorts, they do have movies usually out by the pool every night or an area. Yeah. Or the moderate resort. So definitely pick up the, we're going to talk about the activity sheet at your resort, no matter if you're staying at a value or moderate or deluxe. And they do have free things happening at the resort, you know, that you can add in to your honeymoon, which might be something that you wouldn't have thought of doing before.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, that all the resorts have these activity sheets. And I would say 99% of the time, I just put them in the recycle. But when you stop to look at them, they have tons of stuff, most of it free or very reasonably priced. Uh, Lori, you've stayed a lot at Animal Kingdom, and they have a ton of really fun activities. You could spend two days just at your resort doing all these activities.
1: Oh, yeah. Like at Animal Kingdom Lodge, they do um, a storyteller out by the outside fire pit, where they have one of the cast members who is doing their program, who is actually from Africa, one of the countries in Africa, and they usually tell you stories or what it's like to live where they live and how they're experiencing, you know, life here or in Florida where they're living now. That's a great experience. They have free tours of Jico, one of the restaurants that you can show up. I think it. Four four thirty in the afternoon, and they show you around the restaurant, and and basically the theming of the restaurant and the design and what all the backstory is to you know to the restaurant. So they and they have a couple of those in in different dinings, and and that's just an example of of some of the things like for that particular resort that you can do for free, that's and cool. you don't have to be staying at the resort. You could probably go to any resort and pick up their activity sheet if you want to do something, you know, maybe at night at that particular resort.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And then if you want a really inexpensive souvenir, pressed pennies are always the way to go because they're pennies.
1: I mean, they cost a (laughs) little bit more than pennies. Lori, how does it
0: work? You put in 50 cents or
1: something? I think, yeah, I think, well, I think when I was a kid, it was the penny, but um, now (laughs) it's, now I, I, the last I heard, I don't know, $1. twenty-five, dollar fifty. they Ooh. could be more. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you can actually choose the design, you know, and they do have them. I know they have them in the Magic Kingdom at a few different areas, and a lot of people do collect them as special tokens of a trip. So on a honeymoon, that's something small and something, you know, relatively low cost.
0: Right, definitely cheaper than pin trading.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, yes. And then another thing
0: would just be looking for hidden Mickeys. There are books out there, there are websites, you can find lists online of all the different hidden Mickeys that the Imagineers have built into the resorts and the theme parks. And so maybe you take a day and you go around, you know, Animal Kingdom is a good example, a place where you can spend all day trying to find the, you know, 50 or whatever hidden Mickeys they have there.
1: And that's fun for a couple to do. Because again, that's like a little bonding experience, you know, like, you you could do it as a competing way. You know, you each, oh, I found 10 and I found 12, which is fun. Or if you, have, if you don't have that type of relationship, then you can say, <laughs> let's find them together. Let's do it as, you know, a couple. So, I mean, there's a couple ways you can have fun with that on your honeymoon.
0: That's great. So those are some cheap or completely free things that you can do on your honeymoon. Another way to keep the cost of your honeymoon down is to sign up for a honeymoon registry. They're still a little bit controversial. Some people think that they're tacky or rude, but a lot more people have been doing them in the last 10 years. There is an official Disney's honeymoon registry. It's not actually run by Disney. It's run by a company called Honeymoon Wishes, and then it's just branded with Disney, and it allows you to make a list basically of all the different experiences so you could say you know dinner at Victoria and Albert's or uh, two nights at the beach club or a pair of Mickey ears you can put all of these things on a list and then when people contribute money to the honeymoon registry you get it as a bank transfer or a check a lump sum of money that you can actually do whatever you want with it just be sure that if your aunt said these are for the steam train tours that you at least pretend like you went on the steam train tour (laughs) 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 um the thing about the disney's honeymoon registry though besides not actually being administered by disney is it has a whopping seven percent transaction fee so that comes out of everything that you get and some honeymoon registries you can decide you can either charge your guests the transaction fee or you can pay it yourself but there are a lot of other honeymoon registries out there that take a much smaller cut so if you really want to optimize the honeymoon registry, I would say to do one that isn't Disney. But of course, then you don't have the fun of saying, well, you're contributing to my dinner at Chico or whatever. So uh, unless, you know, some of them may let you customize what you're say that people are paying for. Um, Some ideas, there's one called Honey Fund, and that one just has PayPal fees of 2.8% and then a 30 cent flat fee if they use PayPal for like to do a credit card if they write a check it's free there's one called Zola that has a 2.7 percent credit card processing fee again if they contribute by check there's no fee and then there's one called Wanderable that has a 2.5 percent charge on credit cards and then they have a 2.5 percent charge on cash. I guess if people paid via cash, there would also be a charge. So check would be the only way to avoid the fee. But all of those take a lot smaller cut than the Disney honeymoon registry. So just something to think about. And your mileage may vary with this. Sometimes people set up a honeymoon registry and their guests just aren't into it. Other people are able to cover almost the entire cost of their honeymoon because their guests are totally into it. So you may have a better sense of whether your wedding guests will think it's an acceptable option for gifting.
1: And it runs the gamut. I have I have heard of people say that like almost the whole honeymoon was paid for with registry, um, and other people who said, "Well, you know, we didn't get that much on it, but we were able to do a couple of things," right. and it could be anywhere in between.
0: But whatever you do, just do not put the information for any kind of registry on the invitation to the wedding, please. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Lori, this has been great stuff. I think we've covered a lot of ideas about things that people can do to make a honeymoon a little bit specialer than a regular trip to Walt Disney World. Where can my listeners go to find out more about Fairy Godmother Travel or to contact you about planning their honeymoon?
1: There is a Fairy Godmother Travel website. It's www.fairygodmothertravel.com. You can check out everything there that the agency Handles and you can actually even request me as your agent, or you can t- contact me via my Facebook page, which is Lori Gatch Delaney at Fairy Godmother Travel on Facebook, and it's G A C H hyphen Delaney D E L A N E Y. I can also be emailed directly Lori at Fairy Godmother dot com, or I can even be reached via phone or text at nine one four four one zero 7884.
0: Great. Well, Lori, thank you again so much for being on the show and sharing your expertise. And hopefully this has given you a bunch of ideas for things that you can do to make your Disney World honeymoon more spectacular.
1: And magical. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Carrie. It was really a lot of fun. I really enjoyed speaking to you about honeymooning at Walt Disney World.
0: That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide